It's easy to forget on a cracked sidewalk day, easy to mistake in the darkening gray days of autumn, easy to miss with the news so disheartening, easy to disbelieve when you fall to your knees, not in prayer, but exhaustion. That here in this harsh and uncertain space, God is present in your life even in its exhausted and tattered state, is sacred. Amen. Good morning, Stone Village, and happy Sunday. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you, and let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Help us to respond to the one who came as the bread of life, so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Ruth, chapter 1, verses 16 through 17. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> the Bible's book of Ruth is a small story. If you turn the biblical pages too quickly, or blink or yawn, you'll miss it. You'll find Ruth's story past the Torah, those essential foundations of faith, history, journey, myth, and law. A few stories before Ruth, Moses bid a melancholy farewell and was buried. And soon after Ruth's story ends, you, the reader, enter into the story of King David. Between Eden and the city of David, between the mythological creation of the world and the political creation of the promised land, Ruth, the non-Jew, beckons you, the reader, to stop and to listen. Ruth is a quick read. If you're drinking tea or coffee when you begin the first verse, your drink will still be warm when you finish. With Ruth, there's no need for a refill. And yet, within those sparse verses are some of the most magnificent and poignant words of the Bible. Naomi, a Jew and a widow, experienced great loss and decided to return home. Ruth, the non-Jew and also a widow, once married to Naomi's deceased son, accompanied her mother-in-law home. In the vast landscape of the Bible, who are more vulnerable than orphans and widows? The grief-stricken Naomi cautioned her daughter-in-law not to accompany her. 
As with many, I'm enchanted and deeply moved by Ruth's response to Naomi. Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. Whittled down, you have a simple declaration of love and devotion. I will go with you. I will be with you. I have used these 66 words in numerous places during my life as a minister. At weddings, both same and different gender. At funerals and at graveside services. In a time of celebration, I will be with you. In a time of grief and tragedy, I will be with you. I have also used these 66 words personally to recall memory and anchor my life to a simpler time. A time where a warm hand and a spoken word assured me I was safe. It was 1980. I was five years old. And it was my first trick or treat. <laughs> Prior to the age of five, according to my grandparents, it didn't make sense for a boy to have a bag full of candy. It was a hard childhood. <laughs> On that first beggar's night, I was dressed as Huckleberry Finn. A straw hat adorned my head. Painted on freckles dotted my cheeks. My overalls covered a flannel shirt to keep me warm. In my papa's hand guided the way. Of course, this being my first beggar's night, I had to know the rules, the etiquette. So my papa told me, you say trick or treat, please. And then, thank you. Also, don't scowl or frown at what they put in your bag. It's not polite. Got it. Please, thank you, no frowning. I can do this. So off we went. I did forget please a few times. Honestly, trick or treat please sounds weird. And I frowned a few times. Wax bottle candy was a waste and an insult in my young opinion. In time, though, we worked our way around the block and onto another block. The sun had set, so it was darker when we came to the scary house. The house's lawn was dotted with illuminated pumpkins and cardboard headstones. And on the front porch sat a person dressed in black wearing a mask. I had no interest in that house <laughs> or the treats it was offering. None. Yet there we stood at the end of the house's driveway and Papa let go of my hand and said, go on. I stood for a moment, taking in the cardboard graveyard and the person dressed in black 
And I said, I, I, I don't want to go. He said, it's fine. They went to a lot of effort for your first trick or treat. <laughs> I frowned something along the lines of, I don't care. <laughs> Papa then said, nothing is going to happen to you. I promise. It's all make-believe. I will be right here. <laughs> of course, I had my doubts, which he read on my frowning face. And then he said, how about I go with you? And so, white-knuckling Papa's hand, we made our way up the driveway. I collected my treats, and we made our way down the driveway. I survived the scary house, yet it had a lasting impact. So, subsequently, because it was dark, and I was afraid of the dark as a child, Papa walked me up to every house the rest of the night. And I never felt safer in my life. I recall this moment for different reasons. In my darkest days, in my most vulnerable moments, when I feel untethered and love feels distant, I try to recall memories of my Papa. I often try to recall conversations with him. What did he say to me? What was my response? It's a bit silly, but it haunts me because I can't remember all of our conversations. And I feel like something sacred has been stolen from me. And so I treasure the memories I can claim for, for sure. The ones where I sensed his love and his devotion to me. For me, each time I reread Ruth's response to Naomi, her devotion and love, my childhood memory of my first trick or treat with my papa is transformed into something more precious than gold. Which leads me to wonder, who do you need to turn to today in this journey of your life and honestly say to them, I will be with you? Whoever it is, don't wait. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love <laughs> is a stranger will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you stoners. I hope you have a wonderful day. And as a reminder, next Sunday, October 31st, Halloween, is the church's um, all-church Halloween brunch at 10 a.m. Uh, costumes are encouraged, yet not required. If you have any questions, you know how to reach me. So have a wonderful day. Bye.